Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, I'm Chris. You might know me as the presenter of the popular podcast park date. There are two things I want to tell you today. The first is that I'm uh, here in Turkmenistan on the run from the authorities uh, for a crime that I will not specify. Um, I've so far evaded uh, capture. Uh, The second I wanted to uh, let you know is that uh, park date has been nominated for two awards. Uh, The Independent Podcast Awards. Park date has been nominated for Best comedy podcast and best books podcast so thank you all for listening subscribing and reviewing and if you do want to leave a review or subscribe that would be most welcome thank you and uh, i'm about to go and find some fresh clothes and hunt down a fox for my dinner bye bye Hello and welcome to Park Date. Here's a new episode for you. And today we have the amazing Simon Calder. Simon is uh, probably the most famous travel journalist uh, that you know. You recognize him from numerous TV and radio appearances. During the pandemic, Simon's insight was absolutely essential. His um, videos that he posted on socials kept us abreast of the world uh, we were living in which seemed to be getting completely out of control um, and how uh, how we could um, live with the restrictions and manage to move around in our own countries and traveling between other countries uh, was so complicated and Simon was the person that we always turned to first so for that we'll be eternally grateful Simon is also uh, an incredibly lovely guy. Uh, he's um, had all kinds of experience in the travel industry from working at Gatwick Airport, as we'll find out, back in the day to um, traveling around the world and um, writing for The Independent, probably longer than anyone else has written for The Independent. So, uh, without further ado, uh, adieu, adieu, uh, here is the episode. And as usual, please do leave us a review and um, tell us what you think leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on socials at Park Day Podcast enjoy this episode
Welcome to uh, the outside of the Imperial War Museum in London and we're in the Geraldine Harmsworth Gardens and I'm here with Simon Calder. Simon, thank you for joining me Hi. today. How's your day been? It, my day's been absolutely <laughs> mad. Um, you can hear a, There's a plane going over. Embraer yeah, KLM. E-190 going into yeah. uh, London, London City. City Airport. Um, I live very close to here and I love being under the flight paths, not just into London City, but also the northern runway at Heathrow. It really yeah. makes me feel connected with the world. But uh, today has been an utter, utter shambles. It began <laughs> at um, British time, quarter to five in the morning, waking up in a godforsaken uh, chambre d'hôte in the French Pyrenean town of Saint-Jérôme, um, eating a hurried breakfast, catching a bus to a railway station, catching a train to Toulouse, catching a metro, a tram, another bus to the airport, flying into Heathrow, waiting for what seemed like an eternity for a gate, getting off the train, off the plane, thinking, great, well, at least I'll be able to get a fast train into town, finding out that the entire um, <laughs> uh, fast line had been uh, taken yeah. out and uh, catching the tube so yeah. I've been running to catch up all day long and as we speak actually I've just finished writing um, a my, my views on the um, utterly shameful decision to um, to axe the Birmingham to Manchester part of HS2 which is just the most I think desperate and despicable act of short-term politics that I have ever seen, and it is frankly a national disgrace. And we've and seen a few of those. <laughs> well, yeah, but but um, but but honestly, and uh, I, I, that, of course, I have no time at all for the current government's attitude towards um, transport and travel. But uh, the Labour Party, who two weeks ago said, "Yep, they were going to build the whole thing in full with Northern Powerhouse Rail," they're now saying, "No, oh, actually, we don't know." And that I think is just any of the current generation of politicians will i think um rightfully be um scorned for decades to come yeah mate well that, that's what a miserable start to your fantastic <laughs> podcast i'm sorry but Con you catch me at a time Look, of um controversial controversial start though on the subject of uh, we, we know Simon, so i've been writing you might not know this listeners but i've been writing a book about trains and stations it's uh, great it's coming out in 2024 yeah. and just think of the number of birthdays and other events including Easter, Christmas that that <laughs> really Easter deserves present. your your yeah. loved one to uh, to enjoy a work yeah. of um, great literary as well as um, transportational and merit. I must say the high point of that book is going to be Simon Calder's contribution, which is fantastic. Uh, Simon shares some stories of um, of his of his time time on the rails, but I kind of was talking about the, the infrastructure element of that and. Uh, reading about how i didn't know in japan when they bu built the bullet train very unpopular at the time the politicians wanted to cancel it the people didn't see the value of it now you know it's promoted as this this uh, sure. great achievement around the world and tourists go to ride the bullet train i, I didn't realize that when they were building it in japan there was no enthusiasm for oh, it. No, so I, mean, you, I guess it takes time no it takes you, you have to look into the future yeah, you have to yeah have vision, and, and, you? and actually the successive governments have been visionary about it, it started yeah. under the uh, in the dying i'm sorry to say days of the uh, brown government the coalition took it forward um Theresa May and Boris Johnson were in favour of it, but now, ah, uh, we're, uh, it's, 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 oh, anyway. don't, don't get me started. But, of course, across in France, you can barely, 
you know, any mayor is desperate to get a high-speed um, yeah. uh, station, even if it is somewhere like TGV, uh, uh, Aix-en-Provence TGV, which is some godforsaken motorway junction um, yeah. <laughs> outside Marseille Airport. But uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they they have the vision and it's paying off. Good yeah. luck to them. Yeah, it's a, a funny funny business. Well, anyway, Simon, let's take a walk around. So we're in this part. We're outside the Imperial War Museum, and uh, we can see uh, these big guns that used to be on a battleship in front of us. And there's all these different gardens, isn't there? So we'll maybe take a look at some of the gardens and we'll chat uh, chat as we. Uh, as we walk around, I guess this is a place that you know very well, isn't it? These, well, it's this, this park. Three minutes from my house. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, well, can I just mention, we've just, uh, we, we had an appointment to meet at the Berlin Wall. Yes, uh, we did. there is a slab of that we, um, yes. de- desperate uh, testimony to, um, yes. uh, to, to post-war uh, vileness. Um, uh, and, and, and that's where we were just standing. Exactly. Yeah, we yeah. couldn't we couldn't not mention the uh, the piece of Berlin Wall, which is a fantastic memory of um, of that uh, of that era, isn't it? And it's good that they've uh, got got that here. It's a very very interesting part. You can learn a lot about history while you're here. Um, but there are these different gardens, aren't they? So we're going to have a look at the. This is the Tibetan. Peace Garden. We're going to yes, go in there. Opened by the Dalai Lama right. himself. Uh, yeah, it's, it's nice. Have you ever have you ever talked to him, Simon? No, I certainly have not. Um, but uh, I like the way that w- w- this is just a kind of yeah, South London. Do- it doesn't have um, great parks. At least sort of I- South Inner London yeah. doesn't have great parks. And the good thing about this one is that it's just a sort of a patch of green mm. with the Imperial War Museum in the middle, but with lots of little. Uh, little individual um, uh, themed gardens. Yes. So it's, I suppose I, I suppose you could make a case for this being a uh, a, a theme park. Yes, of course. And it's um, yeah, there's uh, a sort of pillar here with some uh, some thoughts of uh, yeah. from 1999. Dalai Lama, Human beings are passing through a crucial period in our development. Conflict and mistrust have plagued the last century. Well, I haven't done a great deal for this century. <laughs> thinking. Which brought yeah. immeasurable human suffering and environmental destruction. There we are. Um, yeah. May exactly. it remain as a symbol to remind us that human survival depends on living in harmony yeah. and on always choosing the path of non-violence in resolving our differences. Something to remember. That's, that's something that we could, um, yeah, we could definitely... Uh, definitely take to heart well i was going to ask you about some environmental stuff later simon but seeing as we're here and it, it mentions it on that uh on that kind of inscription what are your views about you know the environment and the future of travel and how we kind of go forwards um but you know still being able to travel do you think there's a way where you can oh. you can kind of hopefully protect the environment and we don't have to stay at home every day do you think there's a way forward well y- yes and, and the default is that we just carry on exactly as we we have done and obviously and we here we are going back to uh, short-term um, political expediency so targets on electric cars and uh, other environmental measures have been put on hold because <laughs> the Prime Minister thinks that people were more likely to vote Conservative if he says those things, <laughs> which is just uh, un- unspeakable. Um, but uh, there, there is no binary answer, of course. However, wh- what you can do is, first of all, take the view as I do, if you, if you would like to, that, uh, uh, yeah, travel. 
wreaks a lot of damage on the planet. Um, but travel in the sort of broadest sense, including tourism, actually brings huge benefits to large parts of the world. Um, socially, for those of us lucky enough to travel uh, widely abroad, um, and economically for host communities. Uh, but of course, air travel does a lot of damage. Uh, road travel and, and sea travel also do a lot of damage. Rail travel, not so much, but to, to regard it as, 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 as a clean, um, zero impact uh, form of transport, I think is, is wrong. So you can, as a society, decide what is an appropriate level of travel um, and that can be then achieved by using well tax actually is a, a pretty mm. effective weapon at the moment uh, what, 200 pounds to get on a a uh, business class ultra long haul flight from the UK I kind of think well you could possibly put that up a bit um, quite possibly put it up quite a lot because those are the flights that cause the uh, the most damage and so therefore oh we've got a very very nice dog <laughs> friendly <here>. labrador yeah <laughs> absolutely black labrador and looking very very confused at your microphone and frankly who can blame it uh, so i think the um uh the great opportunity is to have an honest conversation about tax and travel i mean yeah. i'm sorry to go on about the current government but all they have done is made it cheaper to fly between scotland and london yeah. um, by halving air passenger duty this is yeah strange decision that isn't it <laughs> well not if you if, if you wish to um uh curry favor with them with people who want to fly rather than them um, mm. take the train but uh it's yeah that that is is obviously ludicrous um, uh, but there are many, many ways of of uh, getting uh, uh, of nudging people to do less harmful things, mm. and there's also, and I will just touch upon it if I may, the idea that you can have a, you know, everyone gets one flight a year, and then after that you're going to be paying a lot more. That's completely unworkable. How does it apply to people who are flying into the UK, for example? Yeah. Um, if you really can find a way of getting me only to fly once a year tax-free, then I, I, I will, or without the extreme penalty, I'll just take you around to see yeah. this uh, wonderful totem that has been uh, created. Uh, then you, you, you know, I will, I will find ways around that, as everybody else will. You know, ferry across to uh, Dublin and I'll the Dublin fly from Dodge. There. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. There's all sorts of things. Oh, I can't actually find a way through, but another fine bit yes. of uh, a sculpture there. That's, There's a um, big a big totem pole sculpture. Um, yeah. Just reminding us that we are uh, all part of the same world and slightly offset from a very attractive stand of trees. Yes. Which are giving, uh, giving us a little bit of shade when we actually don't need it. But uh, <laughs> nice to see the, the beginnings of autumn yeah. there. And lots of dogs playing around in the park as well. Yes. Um, so, Simon, you're obviously uh, tr you're still travelling a lot, um, and um, you're always uh, always exploring new places. I I wonder if people probably always ask you what, what your favourite place is. We won't ask that, but 
Are there? Well, you can if you want to. Are there? Well, are there? Uh, what I wanted to know: Are there places that you've not been that oh. you'd love to go to? Oh, so so many of them. Yeah. Where to start? Where's on your list? Well, uh, uh, right. First of all, I don't. I don't particularly like the term bucket list. You yeah. Know, things that you've absolutely got to do before you have to hang up your travelling boots, possibly due to um, uh, no longer being alive. Um, <laughs> but I, of course, have an a, a awful lot of places I want yeah. to go to. Um, I've just come back from hiking through the Pyrenees. There's mm. many great bits of uh, walking I want to do across Europe. Uh, maybe the uh, Tatra Mountains, which I haven't fully explored, uh, which um, straddle the border between Slovakia and Poland. Further afield, well, West Africa. I bet I've only been to Gambia and Senegal. I'm mm. embarrassed to say, um, and I've met loads of great people from uh, West Africa, and I'd love to go and see and explore the yeah. uh, countries they live in. Um, so I will get around to that, and and also Central Asia, Turkmenistan, uh, Tajikistan, and also Iran. Again, I've uh, heard great things about these places. Turkmenistan is supposed to be even madder than North Korea. And <laughs> Iran, of course, um, a really important nation with, I've heard, the most hospitable people on earth. Yeah. So that's just, that's just a sort of flavour. But mostly I just, oh, yes, I just just um, relish every, every opportunity. And, of course, there's parts of the UK I haven't yet visited and near Europe and so on so Germany I, I think is a particularly uh, rich country in terms of the experiences it can deliver. Mm, I agree yeah lots of um, lots of nice things there and it's funny isn't it I sometimes think I don't, I don't know if you agree Simon people kind of follow I don't know if we have a kind of pack instinct it's like one person has been somewhere and then we all kind of want to go there and to me often the most interesting places are the ones that that people don't go to mm. that are kind oh, yeah. of off the off the beaten track somewhat um germany's almost a kind of local example of that people don't necessarily go go uh, traveling there as yeah. much as they do to other european countries but it's yeah. um yeah it's got a lot uh, to offer for well sure. I, i've never been to the Saarland, which is ridiculous this is mm. the kind of lump of germany that sits just above strasbourg the easternmost city in france and it kind of goes from there to roughly Luxembourg. And I imagine, and I haven't yet been there, but I'm going there next month, um, it will be a kind of a corner of Germany which, which has... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Probably some quite exotic influences, maybe from France, maybe from from Belgium. And I'm just looking forward to uh, that. And here's the... uh, Here's the, the dog that you booked as an extra to enliven the podcast. Yes, every every episode does normally have a barking dog. Yeah. Uh, in, in the background, it's... Um, Ooh, uh, I, I can't it, even... He's yeah. got a very good haircut, that dog. Yeah. But they're training him, man. Yeah, very good. <laughs> very, very obedient dog. Um, yeah, I think... Um, it's interesting you mentioned Central Asia and Africa as well, Simon. I think uh, those are those are places again which people don't go to very often. Africa's the big gap in my my kind of travel knowledge. I've been to so few places in Africa. I would love to go and see uh, see more well, of them. It must be. Uh, I, I'm interested in that, Chris, because mm. clearly, um, in particular, Morocco, pretty accessible. Yes. I've been um, there. Oh, okay. And good. I've been, been to Tunisia. I've been to South Africa. But there's so many countries. So many countries in the middle, yeah. isn't there? Oh, there is. And um, yeah, it, it's oh, it, partly. I'll tell you what. It's due to the shameful um, uh, restrictions on aviation mm. that uh, African governments tend to impose. They all want to. Sorry, they almost all want to protect their national airlines, and therefore they hate the uh, competition, which has done so much to unlock uh, and democratise travel in Europe and indeed in Southeast Asia. And it could so do the same in um, Africa, where yeah. very regretfully you don't have many Ryanairs, do you, in uh, Africa? No, well, um, people uh, try it, tried tried it and yeah. very. Creditably, um, he tried a company called FastJet, mm. but um, I understand quite a lot of people needed to be paid off before <laughs> anything could happen, which was just a disaster for for people. And I yeah. think, yeah, between the two biggest cities in Africa, Cairo and Lagos, there's something like one seven three seven a day. Mm. Whereas, if you look at a, a, a route between two population centres like that in Europe or uh, the the uh, US you would have 20 yes um, so maybe some people will say actually well it's good not having that much uh, aviation but my goodness Africa needs it we're just coming up here Chris to the uh, Soviet war yes. memorial um, just a, a memory here whatever people think about Russia and its absolutely vile invasion of Ukraine um, this 
you know, the, the sacrifice made by the people of the Soviet Union uh, was um, extraordinary. 27 million Soviet citizens mm. and servicemen and women uh, who died for the Allied victory in World War Two. Yeah, massive, massive death toll from uh, yeah. from the Soviet countries in, in World War Two. So this is a well, it, it looks like a, a person, perhaps? Yeah, a crouching figure with, with a, a bell, bell yeah. above them. And uh, the message in marble, we shall mm. remember them. Yeah. I wonder if we will. Yeah, and then uh, in Russian as well. Yeah. How's, how's your Russian? No, blocker, but I can have a go. Vechnaya vam pamyat. There we are. Um, da. <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, that, that is basically yeah. we will remember them. Um, but uh, yes, a, 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 an odd thing to find in a park in um, in South London, perhaps. Yeah, I think it's nice when you find these yeah. um, these well, memories come to in the parks. Well, yeah, let's go. Uh, at, so, so we've done. Let's Tibet, go over there. We've done Canada, um, <laughs> and uh, the, the Soviet War Memorial. Now we've got the whole world. The whole world uh, in the garden. But, I mean, I'd, I'd manage your expectations if I were you. <laughs> uh, and it looks as though it might actually. Be oh no, but, uh, we're going to we're going to put a call into Southwark uh, Council yeah. to uh, see if we can get it uh, get it opened. Um, yeah. Oh dear. It is. I think. I think we're in Lambeth now. Although you're quite right, this is this the indistinct borderland between the London the, boroughs the, <laughs> of, of, of Lambeth and Southwark. Is that why they put? The, oh no, it's Southwark. It's it, definitely it, Southwark. But the other side of that road is you that Lambeth. In, you're in. You're in bandit country. That is Lambeth. <laughs> so. That's why they put the section of the Berlin Wall up. Yeah. To, yes, uh, exactly. Here we are. To, yeah. Oh no! You can hear. That's the noise of a locked door. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So we, we won't be going in the World Garden, but no. um, maybe uh, we'll come next time okay. and, and maybe uh, oh, look around we have that. A, and there's a, a sundial. sundial um, yeah. Taller than you, which is, yes. which is saying quite a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, it doesn't, doesn't have anything sort of useful on it like um, the, the, the various uh, readings, although that might, be, yeah. that might be north in that direction. Who knows? I, I'm not sure... It, this sounds very stupid. I'm not sure if I'm very good at telling the time of the sundial. So no, well that's because they're, <laughs> they're not very good at, um, at demonstrating yeah. the time. Because so that points north, doesn't it? Is that right? Uh, well, the idea is that um, it will. Yeah, so, so here, here we have, dear listeners, something which looks like mm. one of those stylized pictures of the sun with rays mm-hmm. shooting off at, at uh, intervals around it. There's a big bar which you can hear here. Simon knocking it, <laughs> um, which is uh, sticking upwards, and the light falls on it. And the idea is that these lines here, if they were properly calibrated, would tell us what the time is at certain points. But of course, you need to adjust for the seasons and the uh, orbit of the Earth around the sun. But there, there we are. And we can, and we can listen. This is an even bigger bar than the one at the Travel Media Awards. <laughs> um, and I think if we, I was just wondering whether we can actually stand on the um, uh, on here and peer into. Oh the yes, bar. let's try. Let's try. Uh, uh, I, can I mean, we see? No, we we just sta- we're standing on a bench now, but we can't see much into. The no. World <laughs> well, I oh. want to come back though. We'll, we'll do it again sometime, and we'll yeah. look in the World Garden. What are some of the? Uh, best features of the World Garden, Simon. Well, that, uh, that, that's uh, 
Good question, Chris. Um, I'm going to give you my best politician's answer. I'll say, what I can tell you is um, there are many, many parts to this garden. No, I've never been in there because really? um, it was it's only when I was researching this ahead of your visit right. that I, I, I knew about most of the other bits. And I thought, oh, well, garden, how fantastic. I didn't try the door, though, which I should have done if I was properly researching this. Well, ne- next time we'll get on to Southwark Council's press office. Yeah. Are, are they familiar with you? I'm sure they are. No, they're not. No, no, no reason why they should ne- be. You never, never posed a question to... Yeah. Uh, to, no. the, to local council no <laughs> uh, n- not, not about this well the fact that I didn't even know whose land we were on yes but, uh, yes <laughs> we'll try again we'll try again another time we'll try again another time um, so uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up soon Simon but um, before we finish um, you, well I, I think I asked you when, when you were contributing to the railway book about some funny uh, things that had happened to you when you were travelling on the trains, and you mentioned uh, you mentioned the experience in Italy uh, yes, that, that t- the tickled me. Of the train, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah this was uh, the the thing which really completely amazes me is that I'm extremely old. I've been travelling forever because I've come from Crawley, and therefore that's the natural response to being born in the uh, Sussex New Town. Um, and yet, weird stuff keeps happening all the time and it's great because just just staggering uh stuff so as everybody who's ever been on a train knows trains are sometimes late for whatever reason and very often you won't know what that reason is you also know that um if you're on a connecting journey British Airways City Flyer. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Um, you also know that if you're on a connecting journey and the first bit messes up, they'll either hold the train or they won't. And if the delay on the first train is quite significant, they won't hold the train. So uh, how nice of you to remember. So this was travelling from Parma, mm. P-A-R-M-A, going to a little town just north of La Spezia. And I'm embarrassed to say I can't even remember what the little town was called. But I was, it was due to get into the yeah. station somewhere in the in the uh, mountains above the Mediterranean coast and it simply set off half an hour late got later and later and later and it was clear we were all going to miss our connections and then they suddenly said because this was the connection I was waiting for was the train the express going through to Florence they suddenly said well sorry missed all the connections so this train is going to become another Florence Express. Right. <laughs> and off we set at great haste without having to do anything. So, yeah, look, tra- trains go, go wrong all the time. Yeah. Um, I have climbed out of the door of a, uh, which is um, easier said than done, of a Cuban train in the Havana suburbs because I had a plane to catch and it just drove came to a complete halt and uh so you just all, got off all, all you could do was yeah it would be like getting off the, the train i don't know in wilsden yeah um and then then walking to the nearest road and and, and thumbing a lift or grabbing an uber or something so I, i've done that i've i, I love tra- traveling by train which is my default mode for mm. long journeys um which is one reason i'm so flipping cross about hs2 but you then again last summer crikey going across america where i think their trains are absolutely dreadful and i do not have 
sympathy with the view that, oh, the best way to see America is by train because they really don't care about their trains. Well, they mm. care in that they will pour billion, trillions of dollars into subsidising them, but they're still no good, mm. except maybe in the northeastern um, corridor. But uh, climbing aboard at this tragic... Here, here we are. We're looking at quite an imposing neoclassical... Yes. Uh, a facade here for the Imperial War Museum. Which you, well, didn't it used to be a mental hospital. Oh, yes, absolutely, yeah. But anyway, it's a, a handsome building, mm. just as the main railway station in Detroit is. Yes. Um, and so I was in Detroit last summer and I wanted to go to um, uh, Chicago. So the obvious way to do that is by train. But you have to get this train, uh, this tram from central. Detroit, close to the magnificent old but now decayed and abandoned uh, railway station. Uh, The funny thing about the tram is that they literally say sometimes the fare is, I don't know, $1.50 and sometimes it's free. And no no further explanation at all. So I happen to find it on a day that's free. And you get to get to the Amtrak station it's just one sad little mm. platform and the train comes in and it's already it's only been going for half an hour it's already half an hour late and they bundle you on board but um, I was having a chat while I, with the guy on the platform and he said right I'm going to uh, going to upgrade you and he told his colleague on the train give this guy a seat in business or whatever it did was, they recognise you? no absolutely not no no no, no it's Simon Calder put him in business no ab- absolutely not and, and I was put into business and I thought is this is <laughs> crikey I'm, yeah. I, I, just just a, a ridiculous thing but um, yeah no we are lucky to be uh, travellers this is still and uh, you know 2019 was yeah. from all points of view the golden age of the traveller yeah. if you lucky if you are lucky to be in the wealthy west um, even in well Britain is sort of still clinging desperately onto that uh, that status and after Covid everything's everything's um, uh, more expensive less choice more hassle than it used to be but frankly um, being extremely old and, and knowing how awful things were um, this is still, you know, the second best of times, and I'll take that. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to end it. Just before we do, did you go on the monorail in Detroit? Because I always enjoy a trip around that, the most bizarre, uh, yeah. one-way circle yes, monorail. I, I, it is, it is the most. It, it, there's a quite similar, you, similar piece of um, odd transport infrastructure in Miami, and yes, uh, and me- now I, mover, I yeah. didn't. It was not. It wasn't working for whatever reason. I'm sure to do with COVID or yeah. something. But I, 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 tell me, tell me, Chris, what I missed. Oh well, it's it's a, literally a monorail that goes around in a circle um, around about seven stations. Very few passengers, as you might imagine. I'm not really sure um, why they built it. I think there was some federal money yep, going around right, at yeah. the time, so they just uh, managed. Yeah. And managed does, to get doesn't it. connect with anything. It, it connects with nothing. And I think they've periodically reversed the route, uh, which is very, very, very strange. But um, I, I am always, always happy to ride a monorail. I was very sad when Sydney took their, took their monorail down. I think well, there's, uh, there's uh, always been more monorails. One more Detroit <laughs> thought. If you are lucky enough to be in, that, uh, in the Motor City, the <laughs> and this just shows you how mad things have got, you are just across the Detroit River from 
uh, Windsor, Ontario, another country, and lots of people want to travel from yeah. Canada to the US using this really important corridor and there are, is no public transport. That doesn't surprise me. I had to pay $50 for a taxi for yeah. t- somebody who was prepared to drive me through, effectively an Over international taxi yeah. dr- journey. And uh, yeah, he just said, look, I'm sorry it's 50 bucks, but I've no idea how long I'm going to be stuck in the yeah. traffic coming back to uh, to go through customs. So bizarre, uh, bizarre. awful. But that, that anyway, they, they can only learn. We can all learn from great examples of how to do things around the world and I hope that we all do indeed and long may you be there to document these things Simon I enjoy I enjoy greatly your writing and your uh and your your broadcasting no plans to retire yet i hope yeah i hope you're still going to keep going until you're 100 uh, that that's very kind of you i've been at the Crikey. I was, you were going to say the Independent. I was going to say, I used to write for the Independent. I think you're probably the longest serving. Well, uh, I, I started in 1994, but right. I started on a short-term oh, They began in 1986, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah uh, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say agree enthusiastically with you. I can't remember the exact, exact date, but... Uh, Anyway, I, uh, in 1994, I started as travel correspondent on a short-term temporary retainer because nobody knew if I could do the job, and I'm still pretty much on the same contract. So um, I, uh, I've got nothing proper to retire from. So I'll just keep going keep until. Going. Well, I, and I very much hope I put up my feet, put my feet up because everything is well with the world of travel. I absolutely do not wish to be the voice of travel doom. And um, I want everybody to have a great time and make the most of the opportunities they have to travel and enrich themselves and others. Thank you so much for your time. Simon Calder, appreciate it. Oh, Chris, absolute pleasure to talk to you and your lovely listeners. Thank you so much, Simon. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Park Date. Um, There's lots more where that came from and there'll be more in the future as well. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review, Um, good or bad, make them funny, I'll be reading out the best ones, and there'll be a prize for the one that makes me laugh the most. Name check some trees in your reviews and leave them wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out our website, parkdate.co.uk, and um, if you see me walking around in a park... Come and say hello. I think that was the sound of someone sneezing. Um, Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Coming up on the next edition of Park Day, join me for a new feature, breaking into building sites. I'll be breaking into a different building site, starting with uh, this work site in North London. Here we go. Ah, yeah. Right. Now to ride the JCB. 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.